try to ignore the noise about how challenged things are, how blockchain is not revolutionizing the world. It's in the next year or two that adoption is slow. Ignore that and focus on the goal. Welcome to a Bit Cryptic Podcast, where we interview top crypto experts to take you down the rabbit hole into the world of cryptocurrency. Now, it's time to get a bit cryptic. Hi, everyone. This is Jang Du, co-host of Big Cryptic, where we interview cryptocurrency and blockchain pioneers with the goal of educating and inspiring our audience. If you like our content, please give us a rating and share within your networks. Our special guest today is Sam Kim, CEO and co-founder of Lucidity, a blockchain-based marketing analytics company for digital advertising. They're using a blockchain protocol to bring transparency and trust to the digital advertising industry. Now, Sam is a seasoned tech entrepreneur who has built a wealth of knowledge with mobile product design, programmatic, programmatic advertising, and digital innovations. Well, I want to start off this interview with a quote from Joe Lubin that I heard recently. He's the head of consensus and someone who's involved in the early foundings of Ethereum. He said the internet or the World Wide Web, as we know, is broken, but it's also the engine for growth human knowledge sharing, and massive human collaboration. Now, there's some food for thought. But Sam, perhaps you could tell us about your journey. How did you get into advertising technology and blockchain? Yeah. Hi, Dang. Thanks for having me today. I'm really excited to be on your podcast. So greetings from uh, here in sunny Los Angeles. I got into ad tech back in around 2011, late 2011, early 2012, when there was that transformation in, in mobile following kind of the advent of the iPhone. And my partners and I, we started a company that was a rewards-based platform for digital advertising on mobile at first. And that kind of morphed over time into a programmatic solution. We wanted to embrace a programmatic environment in order to grow scale rather than building a network ourselves at the time. So that's how we got to ad tech. And I've basically been in ad tech in one form or another since then. In terms of blockchain, one of my employees at the time, you know, he was uh, one of those avid blockchain Bitcoin guys. He was uh, went to every event, talked about it, turned every conversation into a, blo a blockchain and Bitcoin conversation. And so I finally went with him to a meetup and the turnout was tremendous. The passion and energy was um, incredible. For me, you know, I thought it was interesting. You know, it was a money transfer uh, solution, a digital asset transfer. And I thought that was interesting, but there was, I didn't really see a business for myself in it because I'm not a finance guy. And, but I, I fortunately, you know, he did bother me enough so that I got, I bought some Bitcoin and it kept me interested and kept me focused on uh, news. And what really changed for me was Ethereum and the smart contract, like for so many of us who are in this, Today, you know, the, the Ethereum and the smart contract made, turned, allowed us to turn this into a business rather than just an asset transfer platform. My, all of my former colleague, uh, Miguel from Global Majority also was in the space and he reached out to me last year and together with him, myself and Sam Goldberg, we started Lucidity. Hmm. It seems like ad tech is very tech driven. What reason why I say that is that tech is so prevalent now as the layer that powers many of our businesses and it shapes the way we do things as a society. 
And advertising is no different than, and that's why it's called ad tech. Not many people know that because there's a broader audience here. So I'm curious then, what is ad tech, and you know how big is it? I've heard that it's known to lack、uh, transparency and is faced with issues like fraud and there's potential payment errors and privacy protections and a lot of folks would probably you know relate to、uh, major recent scandals with. With Facebook and so forth, so、uh, I guess for the broad audience, how how do they make sense of this industry that you're you're dealing with? Yeah, so to go back to kind of your Joe Lubin quote, which I agree with, that the internet today is broken. Digital advertising is a key component to our internet that we have today. I say that because digital advertising is a lot is what allows us to have such great content, such a wealth of content available out there for free. It's the most democrat. It allows this democratization of information, and so when I look around my team, you know, we have engineers from Eastern Europe, Latin America,、uh, relatively lower income areas of the United States. We have a really diverse team because of that access to information is so democratic. Because publishers now or professional educators can get compensated through digital advertising. And for me, what's broken is the digital advertising model. Like there is no transparency, and so and there is and without that transparency, the industry becomes very susceptible to fraud. And so we're currently cheating advertisers. We're not delivering what we promise to deliver them.、And、at some point, advertisers are going to re- react to that. They're going to react negatively to that, and we may see as a result publishers having to put things behind a paywall. Which I think we all dread to see. Like that's the last thing anybody wants to see, is having all of this information that we love and we have for free today being put behind a paywall. And I think you know. And here at Lucidity, we built the technology、uh, to overcome that challenge. You know, we are really focusing on building that transparency layer through a protocol that holds all of the industry participants, everybody that's involved in running a digital ad, holds them accountable. Whether you know, I mean, we saw some news last week about something called bid caching, and I won't get into it too in detail. But it just it just shows it just highlights the fact that the problem is not solved; it's still going on, and that we really need to address this soon. And the blockchain is ideally suited for it. So, their proponents of blockchain-based solution, they believe it has the potential to decentralize or、uh, to remove. Uh, intermediaries or, or middlemen as a complexity layer, but there are those who say that blockchain by itself also adds more to complexity layer and it's a hype. And so, can you perhaps describe a little bit more about this blockchain protocol? I guess when you when you say protocol, what does that mean? Because a protocol traditionally in in an industry or market, it's The way of doing things, or a, a best practice, or a commonly agreed on、uh, solution. So, what does it mean in, in by solutivity having a blockchain protocol? Yeah. Well, to start with the earlier question, part of the question, I am not somebody that believes that all middlemen should be removed. I was in the original internet expansion in '98 when there was a lot of talk about that happening through the internet. But what we learned from that is that middlemen play a valuable role. Maybe not all the middlemen that are involved. So in digital advertising, if you run a campaign, you're using somewhere between anywhere from seven 
as many as 15 vendors to run this ad. The problem is we don't know which of those vendors are adding value because we don't have transparency into the process. And so that takes me to the protocol piece. Why do we consider it a protocol? Today, the data that is being uh, stored between those, between the vendors, amongst the vendors, is not being shared and reconciled across the supply chain. So those seven vendors, they are not validating the information within each other. And so it becomes very susceptible to fraud. Any protocol that's so isolated where there isn't confirmation, it's become very susceptible to fraud. And so that's what we're introducing. We are not decentralizing the entire digital advertising uh-huh. ecosystem. We're not looking to replace every middleman or identify, point out that each middleman is not adding value, but we're in fact doing the opposite. We're focusing on a very specific part, which is the impression verification uh-huh. and helping advertisers understand who is actually providing value between the seven to 15 vendors that they're contracting to run this ad. And it's also to the benefit of the publisher because it helps them, you know, with any efficiency improvements will help the payout to the publisher. And so it's, it's creating that transparency between the transaction between the advertiser and the publisher. Who is committing these fraud? Are, are these what people called click farms? They're these shops uh, set up in some remote location in some country? I mean, I guess, you know, like, how do we, you know, be able to quantify and size up the level of, of fraud being committed? And, and where is it coming from? The fraud is kind of coming from everywhere. It comes from somebody at home that's engaging in fraud. It comes from professional click farms, like you mentioned. But it also comes from industry incumbents, people with very large businesses, very successful businesses. And I don't want to name any of them out on this uh-huh. podcast, but for those in the industry, I mean, it's we see the news and we saw it just as recently as last week, one of the very high growth supply side companies being exposed for the fraud uh-huh. that they were committing. So it's uh-huh. not isolated. And... Even those who you have uh, very strong contacts with are also engaging in core business practices. Right. So this is a a well acknowledged problem. Yeah, I think the idea is that you know the data is residing in each vendor's own uh, database and it's siloed, and so no, the idea is nobody can catch me anyway. So why wouldn't I just squeeze out mm-hmm. a few extra bucks and you know, that's why we're so focused on bringing this transparency with, through the blockchain because we want digital advertising to thrive in a way that keeps information mm-hmm. democratic uh, right. and available to everybody. So the size, the scope of the problem is not trivial. And it looks like there are a, are a number of uh, companies um, that are attacking this set of problem in different ways. I, I've heard that there are companies like IBM coming to this, and not just the traditional incumbents like them, but uh, a number of other blockchain startups like AdBanks and AshShares and who are probably attacking this problem in, in different ways, whether it's related to payment and sentiments or whether it's more about incentivizing the consumer for advertising attention or it's 
financial reconciliation, like where does lucidity see itself within this ecosystem of innovation? Yeah, as you mentioned, there are many uh, blockchain companies working on the ad tech problem. And I wish all of them good luck because I think we need to tackle this together. No one company can solve this alone. Having said that, you know, what are we doing different? At Lucidity, we are focused on working with the ecosystem today that exists today and enabling the transparency and trust within. So we are not, what does that mean? We're not trying to create a new network. I believe some of the other blockchain companies are creating as many as like a three-sided network. I've built networks before. It's very expensive. It takes a ton of time and success is always uncertain on that front. We simply work with the ecosystem that's in place today. Other areas where we're different is that our product is live and we are working with advertisers today. We have case studies that are being released shortly. We are working extremely closely with the IAB, which stands for the Internet uh, Interactive Advertising Bureau, which is the body that sets standards for our industry. And we believe working with the industry is the solution, not trying to replace the industry. You know, I think that blockchain will eventually touch many, many parts of our industry, but I believe where we're focused today is where it's going to happen. Right. First. Building that industry partnership, building out a network uh, effect is, is particularly important in uh, driving adoption of this technology. I've noticed that that strategy to uh, forge standards uh, industry-wide standards is is really a a, a strategy adopted by by other players too. Uh, for example, I in the financial industry and in the the banking industry, they formulate a huge consortium called R three, and they're using a distributed ledger solution um, called um, Corda. In healthcare, they also form various coalitions too. And other major consortiums. So I, I definitely see as a, as a trend and, and you guys are doing that in digital advertising. Yeah. And the other thing that we're doing differently in, through this consortium is that, you know, we look at every single impression and verify each impression. And, and, and what's significant about that is, you know, digital advertising operates at massive scale. And we created basically a layer two technology using Plasma that is able to transact at high speeds at digital advertising scale while still looking at every individual impression, whereas many of our partners in the space or many other uh, ad tech companies on blockchain are aggregating them and uh, receiving them in batches from their partners, which is kind of challenging, kind of defeats the transparency uh, objective of digital advertising. You mentioned something that may have gotten lost in translation, layer two. Uh, what is that? Yeah, we talk about layer two so often here that uh, I forget that it's not exactly a common uh, term. So yes, layer two is our side chain that resides on top of uh -huh. public blockchains such as Ethereum. And so basically it's a permission chain that resides on top of Ethereum where we can better control things like the trade-off between decentralization and scalability. 
We've created a sharded system on top of Ethereum using our sidechain. And also we're able to deploy our time series database, which reduces the server requirement, capacity requirement, so that the overhead cost associated with decentralization is mitigated. Right. So what we're talking about here is the original promise of blockchain is that it provides that data transparency, integrity, um, and a degree of decentralization, uh, meaning that you're removing uh, that intermediary complex layer. But at the same time, blockchain networks uh, currently, do, it doesn't have yeah. um, that um, scaling ability uh, to accommodate uh, kind of like a massive uh, global market, the kind of transactions like we see in programmatic, programmatic advertising. Exactly. I mean, we're relying on Ethereum's security. It's incredible decentral, how, uh, how decentralized Ethereum is, the immutability of it. But we're putting a layer on top that allows us to manage scalability and cost and security. And I'm sorry, and privacy uh, directly on top of Ethereum. Could you ex expand a little bit on the privacy? No, it seems like an important um, consideration as well, since uh, this is a major supply chain and partners, uh, market actors uh, want to be able to maintain, you know, the privacy of, of their transactions. Yeah, I mean, privacy is going to be mm -hmm. a very high growth area for this industry. We're seeing a lot of money invested these days in the in the uh, zero knowledge area, uh, uh -huh. and we're going to see continued growth. Our current solution allows us to basically create a permission chain where the, the verifiers and the nodes uh -huh. are operated by trusted parties. So a trusted party might be somebody such as the IAB, the Interactive Advertising Bureau, and other agencies. It may be a, corp uh, a company or an entity uh, that is also trusted but not in the digital advertising space. So that's how we handle it today. We're looking forward to these kind of emerging privacy solutions and deploying them on our sidechain as well. Well, but you'll be uh, super busy. I had a chance to view the the working product, um, the, the product overview, the video of it. It's, it's very neat. I, I think the user interface is pretty smooth. Uh, I guess this would be um, coming from uh, someone who would be using this uh, be a marketing manager. Granted, I'm I'm not an expert in this industry, but I, that's what I assume. So, uh, someone who's overseeing a marketing campaign, they can be able to use this to track uh, real time campaign data and monitor the uh, the impressions. And, and it looks like they can be able to uh, to view uh, to verify the transactions as they are getting recorded into the, the blockchain, in this case, the Ethereum blockchain, so they can actually be able to go to that smart contract and, and be able to verify it. So it's very, it's very neat. Thank you. When we designed our dashboards, we wanted it to mirror the systems that advertisers use today. I mean, granted, we have a lot more information available to them, but in terms of setting it up and running an ad, we wanted it to be extremely familiar to them. We, because what I've seen is that as an industry, as a blockchain industry, we develop incredible products, awesome, like amazing things, but they're so difficult to use. 
right? And it's so difficult to use that. In fact, nobody uses them except other developers. And so we chose, we elected to go with designing a system that is a very familiar with low, you know, barrier to entry, no friction. And therefore our dashboards are not intimidating. There's, and very easy to train and get people up to speed. You know, the difference is that we do have a lot more data because it is looking at data across the entire supply chain and rather than a single source of data. So. Yeah, I think we have an awesome dashboard that's incredibly usable and one that digital advertisers know how to use as soon as they see it. I wanted to really tap your your experience and your career arc, right? You've had your seasoned tech entrepreneur, you've you've gone through several businesses and you've taken a whole to a whole different level here with um, blockchain ad tech. So as a as an entrepreneur, what tips can you impart? for others who are looking to launch their own ideas or their business? That is a fascinating question and a very (laughs) difficult one. Uh, Perhaps the most difficult one you've asked me today. I would say that, you know, we are obviously and absolutely in a paradigm shift. Things are going to be, you know, in 10, 20 years, we're going to look back and, and just realize how much the blockchain has changed the way we live, the way we do business, et cetera. But and this is an expression that I did not come up with. So I don't, I don't know who to cite because this is such a probably a common expression, but you know, we as a, as people, we overestimate what technology can do in the short term, but we underestimate what it can do in the long term. So we think that this new technology comes out and it should change everything tomorrow, like immediately. But that's not the reality. I mean, the reality is that developers have to learn the new technology. We have to try, we have to fail, we have to you know, learn, redeploy, we have to get consumers and businesses to adopt the new technology. It takes time. And so try to ignore the noise about how challenged things are, how blockchain is not revolutionizing the world. It's in the next year or two, that adoption is slow. Ignore that and focus on the goal because in the long run, it's going to exceed everybody's expectations, uh, just as the internet has today. I mean, in 1998, if you told me that we were going to stream 4K video over mm-hmm. the internet, I would have thought you were insane, but we're doing it, right? So that would be my well, suggestion to other entrepreneurs out there. It would resonate to, to a lot of folks, especially those who are just really um, trying to grapple where this paradigm is going and where how uh, they can or help to shape or to drive it. So we're talking with uh, Sam Kim, co-founder of Lucidity. Now, Sam, to wrap up, uh, if folks want to know more about uh, Lucidity and, and what you guys are doing, how would they reach out to you guys? Yeah, so check out our website, www.lucidity.tech. Uh, there are links to our Twitter, our Telegram channels in multiple languages as well. So. Please come join us. Follow us on our thank you so much. Well, uh, thank you everyone for listening. Thank you for listening to a Bit Cryptic podcast. A Bit Cryptic podcast is hosted by Alain Leon, Dang Du, and myself, Jeff Peterson. Show notes are by our editor in chief, Dang Du. Website is by Sammy Toucan and his team at Pack Surge Media. Remember, nothing we say in this show is meant to be financial advice. If you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. Thank you for listening and remember, 
keep it cryptic.